You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome to A Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to come back today and revisit the Lord's Prayer. Not the entire thing, but just the first part. A lot of times what I do is I don't pray the entire Lord's Prayer when I pray. I just want to focus on the connection with God. And the interesting thing about the Lord's Prayer is that Jesus reverses the order that we normally pray. We normally pray and we start with our need. We start with what we need God to do. And so the first thing out of our mouth is to grant some requests that we have. But Jesus reverses that order. He puts that request later in the prayer, give us this day our daily bread and things like that. He starts the prayer with a focus on who God is. He's our father in heaven. And then he causes us to focus on the kingdom of God and the will of God and God's holiness in the second line, hallowed be your name right away, that we're focusing on the holiness of God, the glory of God, the kingdom of God, the goodness of the will of God, the transcendence of God as the God who rules in heaven. And the first line out of our mouth is that God is our father, that the image of acceptance, the image of closeness, the image of permanence, the image of intimacy. Now, a lot of us don't have that image when we think of the word father. We, we, we think of dysfunction because that's our background. But Jesus has the ideal in mind. And so the best father ever in the history of humanity is still somebody Jesus would have called evil when he says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your kids, how much more your heavenly father knows how to give good gifts to those who ask. That Jesus is comparing even the best father on earth to evil compared to the true goodness of God as our father. So our father, God, is the ideal, everything you can think of when you think of the best ideal of the word father, that's the image Jesus wants you to have when you think of God. Now, this is a bigger deal than you think. I mean, it's an unbelievable privilege to be able to call God. And this is what, it's incomprehensible when you really think about the logic of it. The God that created this universe with its billions of galaxies and, and its physics that we can't even begin to understand, the complexities, the intelligence, the, the power of that God, the, the, the hugeness of the universe, and that just being something that God created and rules over and is present everywhere in. And so there's nowhere in this vast universe that God is not 100% present just as much as he is 100% present with you because he's infinite. That when you think about God, the God that created this universe, and yet somehow Jesus wants you to call him Father. Somehow Jesus wants you to know that as vast as this universe is and incomprehensible as this universe is, God is infinitely more so. And yet he wants you to have the intimacy and the closeness and the attention and the love and the care in mind when you think of the perfect father. That's how God is with you, sees you, connects with you, and how Jesus says God wants you to connect with him. 
So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll just pray that first part of the Lord's Prayer and I'll just meditate and try to connect with God and try to get my heart to connect with God and the truth of God and the reality of who God is to me just by praying and thinking about what it means that God is my Father. So I want to do that with you now. I just want to get right into it and just pray to God as my Father and lead you in that time of prayer as well. Have this be a guide to you, perhaps something you can come back to when you need to. But we're just going to do that first part of the Lord's Prayer. We're not going to worry about the rest today. And other times I'll focus on another part of the Lord's Prayer. But this is what I want to do with you now. So let's go ahead and start right now and, and pray with me. My Father, my Father in heaven, the Father that is the God that created this entire universe, it is an unfathomable, unbelievable privilege that the God that created this entire universe wants me, me, to call you Father. You want me to pray to you. The Father that Jesus says in Matthew 6 that wants me to go into my room and close the door and pray to my Father who is unseen and sees in secret, that, that somehow, someway, the God that is everywhere in this vast universe wants to be alone with me. Wants me to think of God as alone with me, 100% with me, without being any less anywhere else, 100% focused on me without being any less focused anywhere else, this infinite God that I can't even begin to understand. I'm just going to take Jesus's word for it. And I'm going to believe that is true, that you are my father who is with me. You are my father who wants to be alone with me, intimate with me. This language of father the language of complete acceptance, the language of belonging, the language of permanent relationship, the language of me being treasured and cherished in your sight as a father who cherishes his child, that that is how you see me. As Jesus prayed in John 17, that you love me even as you loved and loved Jesus the Son, you love me with the same intensity, the same intimacy, the same love that Jesus says that you had for him, with him before the creation of the world, that that's a love that you have for me as well, that you loved me well, as the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 1, you loved me before the creation of this world. I don't understand that. I can't begin to comprehend it. But I'm going to believe Jesus because I believe Jesus rose from the dead. And if Jesus rose from the dead, then everything he said about the Father is true. It's all true. It's all the way it is. And I need to believe by faith instead of trying to go by my feelings. I need to go by Jesus's words. Jesus said his words are spirit and they are life. They give life, he says in John 6, 62. So I'm going to believe Jesus's words and that they are true 
and that they give life to my soul. And by these words of calling you Father, connecting with you as my Father, drawing near to you as my Father, that Jesus says, knows what I need before I even ask. You know everything I need. Before I even ask, you know far more what I need than I know. And you care about what I need more than I care about what I need. You care about my well-being more than I care about my well-being. You care about my future more than I care about my future. You love me more, far more, infinitely more than I love myself or anyone has ever loved me. You care about every detail in my life more than I do. You know about every detail in my life more than I do. And so I come before you as my father in heaven. My father who is, as Jesus said, Lord of heaven and earth. You are in control of everything in all the universe. You are the Lord of heaven and earth. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 11, the Lord of heaven and earth, he says in Luke chapter 10 as well. It says, Jesus, full of the joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Luke 10, 21. Jesus, being full of the joy through the Holy Spirit, Real joy. Joy that comes from the source of joy. Joy that comes from the creator of the universe. Joy that comes from the creator of joy. The Holy Spirit filled Jesus with true joy. And in that joy, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You are in control of everything in this universe. You are in control of every detail in my life, everything. All the way down to the very hairs of my head, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 10. Even the very hairs of my head are all numbered by you. That's how intimately detailed is your love for me, your presence with me, your focus on me, your intimacy with me. I can trust you. I can trust your will because you are my father who is with me. And so Jesus says, don't be afraid. You're worth more than many sparrows. And God even knows the sparrows and doesn't let a sparrow fall to the ground apart from his will. So don't be afraid. You're far more valuable to God, your father, than many sparrows. The very hairs of your head are all numbered. This is what Jesus says in Matthew 10, 29. So I trust you as my father who loves me, values me. I am precious in your sight. So I don't have to be afraid, Jesus says. Jesus, who rose from the dead, tells me I don't have to be afraid because I am valuable to you. And you are intimately focused on me to the very details of my life. You are my father who knows what I need before I even ask. You are my father 
the cares. Jesus says, your heavenly father feeds even the lilies of the field and the birds of the air, and you are worth much more. You are much more valuable than them. So I don't have to worry, he says in Matthew 6, because I'm much more valuable than anything else in creation because I'm created in your image and you created me to be your image and you created me to be in Christ and to be one with you and to reflect your glory and to live in your love and so you are my father who values me. So Jesus says, I tell you, don't worry about your life, he says in Matthew 6. Because your heavenly Father values you, loves you. Jesus says in John 5 that the Father has life in himself, John 5, 26. That you are the source of life, Father. You are the source of all life. And you have life in you. There is no life apart from you. There's no good apart from you. There's no joy apart from you. There's no love apart from you. You are the source of love and you are the source of life and you are the source of good. You are my father and I am your child and I can trust you. I can submit to you. I can say your will be done in my life every detail of my life, I trust you. You are the Father who wants to give me your kingdom. You want to give me your kingdom where I will shine like the sun, somehow in glory and splendor, because that is the kingdom that you want to give me. That is the inheritance you have died you have sent Jesus to die to give me and rise from the dead to give me you want to give me this inheritance that I am a co-heir of in Jesus of receiving your kingdom Jesus said in Luke 12:32 do not be afraid for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom you are pleased to give me this inheritance of life Radiance, glory, joy, love, goodness, splendor, beauty, restoration, healing. You are pleased to give me your kingdom where I will shine like the sun. I don't have to be afraid because this is your will for me. This is your plan for me since before the creation of the world. This is why Jesus came and Jesus came. This is why Jesus died. This is why Jesus rose from the dead. This is your plan for me. And so Jesus says, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world in Matthew 25, 34. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world because you are blessed by my Father. It is your blessing. It is your mercy. It is your grace that you give me your kingdom. 
So Jesus said in Luke twenty two twenty nine, I confer on you, he said to his disciples, I confer on you a kingdom just as my father conferred one on me, that Jesus is the one that is in us and as our representative died to take away our sins and rose to give us this status as co-heir. And so in Jesus, I am a co-heir of your kingdom that you have conferred on me, a kingdom where I will shine like the sun, a kingdom that you have prepared for me since before the creation of the world. I don't have to be afraid because you are pleased to give me your kingdom of life, of goodness, of glory, of honor, of power, where I will have a body imperishable, a body in power, a body in glory, a body fully alive spiritually, because you are the Father that raises the dead and gives them life, Jesus said in John 5, 21. You are the Father who raises the dead, will raise the dead in Jesus and give them life. You will give me life. You will raise me up and you will give me life in your kingdom, restoration in your kingdom, healing in your kingdom, love, light, glory, beauty in your kingdom, in your presence. I will see your face and I will be filled with joy. Father, you are Lord of heaven and earth. You are in control of everything in heaven. You are in control of everything in your universe. You are in control of everything in my life. And I can trust you with everything. I can trust you with every detail in my life because you are focused on me, loving me, intimate with me, accepting me in Jesus, with me always. Jesus said in John 16, 32, that his disciples would be scattered when he is arrested. But he says, yet I am not alone for my father is with me. I am not alone. I am never alone for my father is always with me. You are always with me as my father. You are always with me with your love. You are always with me. Lord of heaven and earth. Can you imagine this is incomprehensible, an unbelievable privilege that the Lord of the universe, the Lord over heaven and earth, is always with me. The one in charge of everything is always with me in everything, every detail, always with me in every moment, every second, always with me. The God in charge of everything is always intimately present and focused on me with love and goodness and wisdom. You have a plan for me where I don't have to be afraid. I can trust in you. So Jesus said, Holy Father, protect them, those who are going to believe in him through the message of his apostles. That's me, that's you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name. You protect me by the power of your name. Nothing happens to me that doesn't pass through your hands first. And Jesus said in John 10, 
No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. Those who he has in his hand, he says, I give them eternal life. Those who come to him and they shall never perish. No one shall snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand, Jesus says in John ten twenty eight. No one, nothing can snatch me out of your hand. Nothing can harm me that doesn't pass through your hand of love and wisdom and goodness and power first. You are Lord of heaven and earth. And I don't have to worry. I don't have to fear because you are always with me. I am never alone. You always protect me. I am never unprotected. You always love me. I am never unloved. Jesus said in John 14, 10, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Oh Lord, you live in me through Jesus. You live in me, Father, through your Holy Spirit. You live in me, doing your work in me, doing your work in my heart, doing your work in my soul, through my body, loving others through me, helping others through me, showing your goodness and showing your love, showing your glory, showing your beauty, showing your wisdom through me. I pray that you would do that through me, Father, my Father in heaven, that I would glorify you, that you would love others through me, help others through me, Jesus said in John 14, 20, on that day you will realize that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. Through Jesus, I am one with you, Father. Through Jesus, you are in me. Through Jesus, I am in Jesus. Jesus is in me and I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And you are doing your work in me and you are doing your work through me. So Jesus says in John 4, 23, that true worshipers, will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. You seek worshipers not because you seek something as if you need it from us, but because you seek those to whom you want to share your glory, that I would bask in your glory, live in your glory, glory in your glory, be filled with the joy of your glory, the love of your glory, so that you can share your love and you can share the glory of your glory with me. And so I want to worship you, God, and be filled with the joy and the love and the life and the light that comes through true worship. Not through worshiping idols that bring nothing but misery and death and dust and thorns and thistles in the end, but that I would be filled with the glory of the Father by worshiping the Father in the Spirit of God and by the truth and in truth, worshiping truly the true God. And so I worship you, Father. I worship you by your Holy Spirit who is in me that you have sent and you, and you have put in me so that I can worship you in spirit and truth. I worship you, Father, because you are the giver of all life. I worship you, Father, because you are Lord of heaven and earth.
the source of all that exists. You are the God that created this entire universe. You are Lord of heaven and earth, and yet you are also my Father who is intimately with me, alone with me, focused on me. I am in your grip. Nothing can snatch me out of your hands. You protect me by your power. You are always with me. And I am never alone. I worship you. I trust you. I surrender to you. I submit to you. And I want to glorify you today as you live in me and do your work in me and through me. That I would walk in the good works that you have prepared for me beforehand. And I pray all of this in Jesus' name, trusting in Jesus, because he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him, he says in John fourteen six. And so I come to the Father. I come to you, Father, through Jesus, in Jesus' name. And trust him only as my confidence with you. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.